What's up, y'all? Welcome back into the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Tanner Demling here with y'all. As always, hope everyone had a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. We're back here after about a week off, thank little Thanksgiving break there. And uh, we are back on the podcast here today, Tuesday, November 29th. We've got some schedules to preview on today's show. Lehigh releasing theirs on Monday uh, afternoon, morning, and uh, Towson releasing theirs uh, last week. Uh, so two big schedules releasing here in uh, the past week. So we'll go over those today on the podcast. That's all we're going to hit on today's podcast. On Thursday, though, we'll have a lot of uh, content uh, around what is coming out on the site here in uh, the, the next few days, weeks, as we start marching towards the uh, the preseason. Um, you know, Thanksgiving is, uh, has passed. Fall ball is in the rearview mirror. And uh, it is, you know, December is really when you start hitting with uh, preseason stuff and, and getting everything ready for for the season that gets away on, on February 4th, uh, that first Saturday in February. So, uh, you know, we are, uh, it's crazy. I think we're already in, you know, late November here, already getting ready for, uh, for Christmas and get ready, uh, you know, right after that, uh, really the season, season begins. So. Um, you know, we, we are marching towards the season fast and uh, schedules are getting released, as I said, left and right. Expect many of those to come out uh, here uh, as we march towards Christmas. Usually these uh, four weeks uh, leading up to Christmas is when you see a ton coming out. Uh, you also see multiple in early January. Um, seems like we've had a lot come out later in the year than normal. We've usually had. I think we're up to 17 now, schedules that are out, um, at least the Division One level. I think on, on the men's side, I think usually, you know, I'll have to go back and look at this. Uh, we've already hit seven, we've already hit like 20 to 30 um, by this point, uh, by you know, late November, early December um, in past years. But uh, it seems like it's been a bit slower this year um, in terms of schedule release. But uh, we are getting there nonetheless, uh, and schedule release, as I mentioned, is what we will be talking about on today's podcast, looking over the schedules of Towson and Lehigh. And for those of y'all listening on the YouTube channel, make sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, uh, hit that little notification bell if you would like as well. It uh, notifies you every time a video comes up. Subscribe, like the videos, helps us grow the channel, helps us grow the podcast. If you're listening on Apple, you can subscribe there, leave a five-star review. Uh, same thing goes for Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Let's get into things here, and if you are watching on the video on YouTube, uh, you will be able to see this on your screen as I'm going to pull up the... Uh, my screen here so y'all can get a visual of these schedules as I'm talking about it. If you're listening, keep track, look on it yourself. Screen share here. Let's see. 
equity. Okay, here we go. Got the screen share going. Here, let's check, make sure this is all good. All right, we got it going here. Screen is being shared here. Let's get into this schedule. The Towson Tigers released their schedule back on November 22nd. Seems like uh, a month ago now, which has just been you know, just a, a, a little bit under a week, uh, a week at that, whatever. Depending on when you all listening to this, um, the Tigers obviously coming off a season in which they made the CAA title game, losing to Delaware there in that contest, and uh, ha- had a solid year, solid kind of bounce back year, if you want to put it that way. Um, when you look at how the schedule, how the season played out, and, and based on how things had gone in recent years, the shortened 2020 season and 2021 there uh, for Towson. Now, the Tigers, the schedule this year for Towson is it is very much the same as it, 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 it was last year. Um, if I take a, a, a drop down here and you can see new opponents, if you see on the video, um, Hampton, Monmouth, Stony Brook, those are all CAA teams. Uh, they dropped Duke, Hopkins, and UMass. You know, I, I don't like seeing the Hopkins game drop. I, I like seeing these Maryland teams, these Baltimore teams playing each other. Um, but, you know, Towson dropping Hopkins this season, or I guess they're dropping each other. Uh, you, you could say that uh, this season. Uh, Duke is also off the table as well. So two big games that Towson will no longer have on the schedule, at least this year. Um, they open the year on February 11th at Mount St. Mary's, a in-state uh, contest there. They will then go and have their home opener against St. Joseph's on February 18th. And they will then finish uh, the February slate on February 25th at Richmond. And they begin uh, the March slate or March one there against Towson uh, against uh, Loyola on the road. Excuse me, at home Towson will uh, there. So and obviously that being the rivalry game, UMBC comes up next. That's a road game, and then at Virginia, that is a road game on March eleventh, and uh, the. Uh, Towson Loyola game, do you want to mention, is a midweek game as usual. That is on uh, Wednesday, March 1st. So, a midweek game as usual for that. Uh, well, I think they, they, they've, they've had it as a midweek game for multiple times in the past couple of years. I think there was, was it 21? It was on a Saturday. I'll have to go back and look if it was on a Saturday last year, but I know they've had it. Midweek game, you know, prime time viewing on a Wednesday or Tuesday night. It's been obviously a really good contest between those two. Um, and that that Towson Loyola game is one of uh, multiple kind of big time games here for Towson early on in the season. I think this is going to be a, 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 a this is one of the schedules I've seen that they they get tested really the most. Right, you St. Joseph's is a team that that's that's a team that can win an NCAA tournament game. Uh, without a doubt. We saw what they did last year. They bring practically everybody back 
from that team. Zach Cole, probably most notably, Bill Levi Anderson on offense. Um, that's going to be, you know, a, an interesting game to see how Towson stacks up. And you know, this is a Towson team that does return uh, a, a good chunk of talent there. Uh, Kyle Berkeley, one of the top returners there on offense. And uh, Towson did play St. Joseph's last season and pull this up here real quick. Uh, what that was last season, we saw the uh, Tigers actually was a 11-8 loss there. It was a very, very close game between those two um, last season. I would expect a close game again this year as well. Uh, the Richmond game, that is a uh, game that was played last year as well. Uh, and I believe they played in 21 as well, if I'm not mistaken. Let's pull this up here real quick. Um, yeah, played in 21 as well. And it's been a uh, one-goal game each of those past two years. Uh, this has been a really exciting series between these two uh, programs. Uh, it was a triple overtime game last year, if you remember that. Um, Towson loses, but you know they came back, and this was the game I remember. I'd go back and watch this um, because of how it went down. Was when Towson got up nine one uh, in the first quarter, and and I remember looking down at my phone checking scores, and you know really popped out at me. Towson uh, up nine one over Richmond, and then Richmond subsequently goes on a seven one run there in the uh, second quarter uh, to get a you know get within uh two there at the half eight to ten uh ten to eight thousand lead there and uh this was a, a exciting back and forth game last season uh again you know you should expect the same this year uh st joseph's richmond both a10 uh, programs as of right now moving into that league uh which is the home conference uh in everything else and uh both those teams are teams that, if they make the NCAA tournament, could win an NCAA tournament game. So uh, two big early season tests there. Uh, the Loyola game, that's always a tough one. That's always an exciting one. Both teams get up for that one. Uh, Towson won 11-8 last season. And then UMBC, have an article coming out uh, later, uh, uh, will be out by the time y'all listen to this. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about UMBC in the piece um, as one of the teams mentioned there uh, that I think really, you know, can have a good season next year that may be a little bit under the radar. They made the America East title game last year. Uh, this game is usually pretty close between these two teams. It was an 11 to 10 win for Towson last season. It was the first time they had played since 2020. They also played in 2018 and, uh, you know, would typically played every year uh, be, be before that uh, 2019 gap and then the 2021 gap. They played uh, practically every year uh, going back quite a while to the uh, 1990s, uh, actually, 19, well, 1980s, actually, 1987. They played every year from 1987 to 2018, um, and always pretty close co uh, contested games here, a in-state contest at that. Uh, now moving on to the Virginia game, Th this is going to be the biggest test by far 
on uh, Towson's schedule. This is a, a, a game that they've played um, each of the past two years, and it has not been good for Towson. Um, Virginia is a much better team, and I think they will be again this year. Um, but, uh, again, a really tough test right before you hit CAA play. I think that's going to be good for them. And uh, they open CAA play uh, against Drexel on the 18th. And last season, Towson goes 3-2 and two in CAA play. They open the U, uh, open the conference play, excuse me, with wins over Drexel and UMass. Um, and it was a, a one-goal win over Drexel, a three-goal win over UMass. UMass obviously out of the conference now. Uh, but, you know, open the season against Drexel once again. Uh, they then will host Fairfield. There is a 12-8 win for Towson last year in that battle where it was at the end of the season. Uh, and then you've got at Stony Brook. And look, I'm kind of uh, up in the air on what I expect Stony Brook to be uh, with some of the question marks they have, particularly in Cage. But that's still a tough team. That's still going to be a tough game. And I would not be surprised if uh, they're in the hunt there for the CAA, uh, right up there with uh, the Delawares, the Towsons of the world. So uh, that's one to keep an eye on. Another one to keep an eye on is uh, key, key game here. Next one is at Hofstra. So Towson goes actually on Long Island, back-to-back against Stony Brook, against Hofstra, I think that's going to be a tough stretch for them to handle. And, you know, that is a uh, game, you know, two Saturdays in a row, Stony Brook, Hofstra. That's going to be a tough stretch there um, because then after that, you've got Denver coming to town. And Denver wasn't typical Denver last year, but expect them to be pretty good this year uh, and bounce back. Uh, If Towson slips up and, you know, is, you know, misses the tournament or, or drops, you know, based, you know, where we think they could be. And again, it's the CAA. Anything can always happen. It's always unpredictable, but uh, that's a tough stretch right there for, for Towson, Stony Brook, Hofstra, and then Denver being that non-conference game there on April 13th. uh, And that is a midweek game against the Denver Pioneers. Uh, actually, they're on a Thursday. Quick turnaround to play Hampton. They should win that one. Uh, they're at Monmouth on the 22nd. They should win that. I would expect them to. And then the big, big CAA contest, uh, there being the uh, closer of the regular season at home against Delaware. And this is a game that is going to be a rematch of that CAA title game a year ago. Uh, So certainly one to circle there. Uh, But Towson, I think overall, a very tough schedule they've got for themselves here once again in 2023 and a uh, schedule that is going to test them both in conference, obviously, as well as out of conference, especially with that stretch there to begin the year. Uh, with St. Joseph's, which with UMBC, Richmond, Virginia, all coming back to back to back. Uh, those are going to be tough, tough non-conference matchups to uh, get them ready for uh, what should be another crazy season of CAA lacrosse and, and, and a season of CAA lacrosse where anything can happen 
as we've seen in the past and as we should see here in 2023 once again. Now, moving on to the Lehigh schedule and the Mountain Hawks, they are the first Patriot League program to uh, release their schedule this season. 17th program in Division One lacrosse. They released it uh, just yesterday afternoon or late morning. Uh, Lehigh will no. I like what they've what they've done here. Um, you look at new opponents and teams dropped. Not much. They substituted basically NJIT for Fairfield, which I think is good. It gives them a bump there in the RPI. I would imagine uh, Fairfield not the best CAA team, but a team that I expect to be pretty feisty again here uh, under Andrew Andrew Baxter in twenty twenty three and uh, Lehigh opening the season against those Fairfield Stags on February 11th. Uh, so they're starting the second weekend in February is when their season gets underway. They'll then be uh, at home against Hobart, and they'll be at Cornell there on the 25th. Um, and this is uh, very similar to what we saw last year with the uh, Mountain Hawks, where they had Hobart, they had NJIT, Hobart, Cornell, this year, they've just got Fairfield, Hobart, and Cornell. And uh, this is, you know, last year, the Cornell game was at home. The Hobart game was on the road. So home and homes there uh, with those two teams. And I would expect both those to be competitive games early on in the season. Cornell obviously being uh, the, the the bigger name, the bigger test, if you will, uh, after making that NCAA tournament uh, championship game appearance la- uh, last year. And that's a game that, uh, you know, I, I remember watching and it was really the time when I when I latched on to the Cornell defense and to, Mike, uh, to Gavin Adler, excuse me, and, and what that defense could be um, as, as they won 9-5, to five, Cornell did in that game last season. Uh, do we see another defensive battle here, uh, early season kind of sloppy play, or is this a game where, you know, Lehigh last year, didn't have a lot of some of their offensive guys, uh, obviously, with Tunin out. Coast was out at that time as well. Uh, they were still getting things figured out. You know, Lehigh does have uh, – Coast is gone. Showing is gone. A uh, number of guys offensively are gone. Are we going to see that again? They have a new offensive coordinator. Uh, are we going to see that again with Lehigh maybe adjusting early in the season? Um, and I should mention they dropped the Hobart game as well, 14-13. to 13. Uh, last season also. Um, after that non-conference stretch, they will begin, remember, the Patriot League begins conference play before everyone else, and they do so on March 4th. Lehigh travels to Navy, and that's a game I'm pretty excited for. It was an 11-7 game in the regular season last year. Lehigh then beat Navy 14-8 to in the uh, quarterfinals last year as well um, to end the midshipmen's season. I think that's going to be a much closer game uh, than it was last year. When you look at Phipps and what he this offense that he brings to it uh, schematically and what this Navy offense could be under him, you look at the prog- the progression of the Navy defense, and they obviously had some issues 
Um, and certainly if they can win a face-off against Mike Sisselberger, they will have a fighting chance in this one. Maybe always a tough team there. Um, and then an interesting non, uh, non-conference midweek game on the 7th against Binghamton. Uh, Lehigh actually did this last year as well, and they were at Binghamton. They won 12-10. to It was a close game. I don't know uh, if we're going to see that again. Binghamton does lose some key pieces there. Teddy Dolan and Cage, uh, you know, now at Maryland. And, and then you also have from that Binghamton team last season, the um, Kevin Winkoff, there it is. Couldn't remember the name. Kevin Winkoff uh, now at Penn State. So, um, you know, some big-time pieces gone from Binghamton. Can they challenge Lehigh like they did last year? So we'll see how that one goes. Uh, but I, I would imagine Lehigh wins that one. Uh, they will then re, uh, re-enter the Patriot League play for two games at Holy Cross and then at home against Army West Point. I'll be interested to see that Army game because Army loses a lot. I think they could still be pretty competitive uh, like they always are. Um, but certainly, when you look at the sheer amount of guys that they lose, and look, uh, you know, it is like with Army, and I think I've talked about this multiple times before um, throughout the offseason here. It's not just Brendan Nickton. It's, you I mean, you lose 19 seniors. Majority of those guys were, you know, big time contributors. You lose Wyatt Schubler. Um, you know, I, I think you have to be pretty confident if you're an Army fan uh, or if you're, uh, you know, involved in that program with what Will Coletti brings you at the face-off dot and some of those pieces you have on defense. Um, you know, it's going to be tough to replace a lot of those guys. A.J. Pilat, uh they'll be the most notable name there on the back end. So I'm interested in that game very much so to see how these two teams stack up uh, after what they lose and and what they don't lose. Uh, you heading into 2023, uh, the biggest non-conference test of the season, arguably, uh, you could argue the Cornell one uh, as well, but uh, Georgetown smack dab in the middle of Patriot League play. Uh, this is going to be a tough one, and this is a game that Georgetown won 14-11 to last season. Be interested to see how Lehigh handles the Hoyas this year. Um, last year handled them pretty well. Now they do lose some pieces there. I think face off dot obviously they're gonna be pretty good. Um, you know, we'll see how things do elsewhere there, but um a a pretty good big east uh Patriot League battle uh midweek game there uh will be on the twenty fifth of March. Actually not not midweek game, uh Saturday game. Um there for Lehigh. Um, they will then re- return to Patriot League play for the rest of the season. April 1st against rival Lafayette. April 8th at Bucknell. April 15th at home against Colgate. April 22nd at Boston U. April 25th at home against Loyola. All those games are important, but the, the, the ones I'm most interested in so, you know, Bucknell, Colgate could be very competitive. Heck, Lafayette's even been getting more competitive here in recent years. So, 
Uh, you can't count them off as a win like you maybe had been able to in the past. Uh, but obviously the, the two big ones here uh, at Boston U on the 22nd and at home against Loyola to end the season. If you remember, Lehigh ended the year on a three-game, or ended the regular season on a three-game losing skid. They lost uh, on the road in overtime at Colgate. They then lost eight to not, nine to eight uh, at home against Boston U. It was a nine to eight OT loss to Colgate as well. Um, and then they lost 13 to 12 OT at Loyola to end the season. So those are three games that uh, the Mountain Hawks definitely want back and they're going to want to get a revenge for last season in all three of those meetings. Uh, Boston U and Loyola, especially big time games, as they will have uh, postseason implications for all teams involved. Um, Boston U knocking Lehigh out of contention um, last season in the NCAA, in the, uh, excuse me, the Patriot League semifinals, a 13-12 overtime win for Boston U there. And uh, this is a Boston U team that uh, from last year, from, from that team and, and how good they were, there is not much they don't bring back. Um, you know, when you look at, at that attack unit, Timmy Lay, Luis Perfetto, Vince DeAlto, not many guys, you know, the offense in general doesn't lose practically anybody. Uh, Roy Mayo being the top pole, Patrick Morrison, a guy that stepped up big time last season as well. Uh, the, the face-off dot there, uh, what they had in Connor Calderon and, and the, the impact that he was able to provide them, Matt Garber and Cage. They're probably the most talented team, um, what I would say, in the Patriot League, and, and that's going to be a tough test there for Lehigh. And then the Loyola game, obviously two teams that are always sitting there at the top of the uh, Patriot League, always fighting for the Patriot League title. Um, is it 13-12? Uh, loss for Lehigh in this game last year. Loyola does lose a lot of pieces there. Uh, Kevin Lindley, those guys on offense. Aiden Olmstead also gone. But with guys like Davis Lindsay, uh, Evan James, and a number of those players who uh, should be stepping up this season offensively, especially, we'll see how things go. Um, you know, faceoff dot is obviously a question with Bailey Savio gone. And then you know, Peyton Mazanka, I would say, is probably the best returning um, defenseman. So, uh, yeah, and he's a short stick. So uh, there is a lot of holes there at Loyola, but uh, still pretty confident that they will be in that conversation there as a contender in the Patriot League, as will Lehigh. Uh, you'll mention some of the losses they have there, uh, especially offensively where uh, they, they kind of struggled to come together last season, especially after those injuries in the uh, fall slash uh, preseason. So uh, Lehigh, uh, another tough schedule for them as they're going to be looking to, uh, you know, take that path and, and, and do with it what they will. And uh, going to be looking to get back to the NCAA tournament for, I think, what it will be the uh, second, third time under uh, Kevin Cassis since he's been there. I'm going to be looking to obviously compete for a Patriot League title once again. And uh, again, those those like those final weeks of the season is the biggest thing I'm circling on that schedule there with respect to Lehigh. All right, folks, that is it for today's episode. As always, you can connect with us on social media at Lacrosse Bucket on Twitter, 
Facebook and Instagram, lacrossebucket.com, where it's always lacrosse season.